0: That Tech Pod, where we discuss all things e-discovery, data privacy, cybersecurity, and tech innovations. I'm Gabby Schulte, and I know next to nothing about technology. And I'm Laura Milstein, and I know at least a little more about technology. That's why each week we're talking to heavy hitters in the industry to help us break down these topics. And this week, Laura, who do we have on today? Today, we're talking to Matthias Aguilar. Mateus is a partner at
1: SFTS Engineering in Switzerland. He has been working in forensics, e-discovery, and IT security for more Than twelve years, Mateus. How are you today? Thanks for being on the show.
2: Hi, Laura. Thank you. Uh, Quite good. You?
1: I'm always doing well.
0: Always doing well. Glad that you joined us today. And so, Matthias, before, before we dive in, because we were hoping you could help us uh, really break down a lot of these topics that we're seeing today around data privacy. But before we get into that, we were thinking, you know, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you
2: got into the industry? Yes, sure. Um, that is actually more by coincidence than um, proper planning, because after... Finishing my master's degree, I went to several websites of consulting companies, and one of them was PwC, where I just uh, called them and asked um, to get an interview. Uh, Wait, the- I, I need
1: to jump in on this. I'm sorry. You said you just called PwC and asked them for an interview.
2: Exactly. And uh, <laughs> for a
1: completely different... phrasing.
2: amazing. Um, what do you say? For a different... Um, Department. Then I actually ended up in the end. So that uh, woman told me that uh, I would have to go to their website. Everything is on there and there is a pull down menu to select all of that. And finally, uh, when I opened that pull down menu, I saw IT forensics and computer security. So um, I clicked on that spontaneously instead of what I actually planned. And that's how I ended up in eDiscovery. <laughs>
1: wait wait okay, yeah. so by just randomly calling pwc to naturally just have them employ you which is amazing to now you run and own your own company in this field that's incredible i just want to take a moment to, to applaud you for that because that's a unique unique path
2: yeah,
0: thank yeah you. I, I want thank that you. skill where do you get that where did you go to school <laughs> <laughs>
2: actually i think from whatever i do these days uh only a fraction i really learned at the university uh, most of it is just because yeah, um, yeah i'm interested in in the field i'm interested in technology and uh, learned that in my free time and did in the past so yeah
1: Wow. I mean, that's, that's intense. Um, So I want to dive into some questions that I think are relevant for everything going on today. I think people are, are so concerned now with, with uh, data privacy and, and big tech. And you just mentioned big tech. So uh, what are your thoughts on that? And and with big tech kind of everyone feeling like, does big tech know all my data Um, is everything safe? You know, what are your, what are your thoughts on
2: that? Yeah, that uh, is indeed a topic that's coming up more and more these days. Um, It started probably not even in uh, eDiscovery because there we had from the start quite high security and privacy uh, requirements because usually you treat data from people that are high up in uh, the companies that are being investigated. But uh, rather on Facebook, for example, and uh, Instagram and all these platforms in social media. And at some point, of course, it swapped over uh, just because there is uh, heightened sensibility about uh, privacy in general. Uh, And then we got GDPR and and all of that. And of course, that... um, seeps over to to public knowledge and and people start to actually uh, think about it and uh, that also hits uh, our industry even more these days.
1: So um, just to yeah. jump on that, Gabby, um, can you tell us what a GDPR
0: is or, or a DSAR? You know, I'm glad you asked, Laura, <laughs> because while I'm able to, to, to tell you all, because I am so savvy in the tech world, um, I know that listeners might not know. So Mateus, <laughs> why don't you explain to us really quick, um, what exactly those uh, acronyms mean? Yes, sure. Um,
2: GDPR. <laughs>
0: Matthias is like, let
1: me think. What does that mean?
2: <laughs> yes, uh, actually I am. Um, because uh, the way I would have explained it is um, with the question, do you know all these um, <laughs> bothersome pop-up questions that you usually get these days on websites? I'm familiar, yeah. I
0: usually um, find myself breaking something after I get too many of them out of anger. So, yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and so that's probably the one um, or the biggest thing that uh, the general public... Is aware of these days, um, mm. the, or the impact that people actually feel and see from GDPR. Uh, there is way more in that legislation: the right to get your data deleted, the right to. Request from any company hmm. that might have uh, data about you to actually get that, uh, and that would be uh, the next uh, acronym already a uh, are right. document subject access request. That one I know uh, because I'm more. <laughs> <laughs> Um, involved with that in in daily business actually didn't
1: didn't you work on creating um, a a product or a platform uh, around DSARS or something with DSARS am I wrong on that No,
2: actually, that's indeed uh, true um, because, uh, well, it it actually started even before GDPR and DSARs were a thing, Uh, but there was uh, already in the past, not that frequently, but uh, there was uh, now and then the need to uh, redact documents. As you know, uh, from the past, you take a black marker, uh, go through the documents, scan them in uh, or use a uh, copy machine. Uh, And uh, that process, of course, can also be done digitally these days. Uh, The initial way it was done was not much better than actually using a pen because you had to draw boxes uh, and that uh, turns you quite insane after doing that for, let's say, a month, for nine hours a day. And, uh, well, we said we can do better than that. Uh, Let's automate that. And uh, that's how we ended up creating a tool and uh, taking it up one step more uh, we now do these with those as well so yeah got it
0: and that's so interesting because i know from my perspective and i know it's so much more involved in than this but from my perspective for example this is totally a tangent, but I, you know, was thinking about purchasing a used vehicle. Um, and so I was kind of browsing uh, and I actually texted a friend, you know, what what's a good site for that? And they mentioned Carvana. And then I was on Instagram and I got an ad for Carvana. And, uh, you know, j- just things like that. That's just it's a little creepy that they're so connected with that. And I think that the general public, you know, maybe people that aren't really in the technology industry, but I think more and more general people are just kind of realizing how sort of involved uh, their data is being used for sponsors, for ads and stuff like that. Um, So do you notice any trends in that Mateus? Do you notice um, this happening more frequently kind of on a broader scale um what do you what do you what do you think some of the trends are in in data privacy that you think people either should be paying attention to or are noticing themselves
2: Yeah, there have been uh, quite some events in the past uh, year, I would even say, uh, which probably got noticed only for a short period of time. But uh, more and more you have uh, not just companies, but also uh, individuals. Uh, paying more attention to that topic. Individuals start to realize that uh, Facebook and all these platforms, they're actually not for free, but you're paying with your data. And that's why you see ads uh, about your secondhand car, car dealer on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and secondly, there are also companies uh, which don't really make money with technology like that but supply, for example, the hardware to use it, uh, smartphones, they start to redesign the operating system of their devices to actually make this harder and protect your data better. And uh, I guess one of the things uh, that recently happened is Apple uh, changing The way that uh, applications installed on your iPhone can actually access your data. And uh, obviously companies like Google and Facebook on the other side of uh, the uh, discussion, they are not really happy about these changes because it's going to make their life harder. So Hmm. that's uh, uh, the second newest event, I think, and one that is going on. Uh, still as we speak is uh, whatsapp with the new uh, mm-hmm. uh, user uh, what are they called um, in english uh, like ATP, yeah, uh, yeah,
1: the new uh, like, guidelines, guidelines that they're having. Yeah, I, I yeah. think it's turning a lot of people to to the other ones. There's like Telegram now. Signal. Signal's always exactly. been around, but yeah. I think it's getting more time. Elon Musk is really just going to take advantage and come on, <laughs> <laughs> come on out.
2: Yeah, and see, you were aware of that. Uh, you heard about the story. It's it's not just for geeks. That's really something which mm-hmm. uh, is out in the general public these days. So yeah we have oh, signal by the way you too
1: oh okay are you trying to message us of course we have signal reach <laughs> out anytime
0: reach out anytime <laughs> i'm a, I'm a telegram a whatsapp and, and telegram user but i have not uh, ventured on to signal yet don't worry mateus i'm connected on all of them just in case just in case someone needs <laughs> to find me
2: yeah, same here. You, you have to be reachable on all of these channels. You never know where uh, your yeah. uh, partner is going to be. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, that actually uh, makes me think because, you know, these apps, I think some of these other apps that we're talking about are used more on a global basis. Um, and you mentioned that you're based in Switzerland. Um, and I wonder... Are there any differences in data privacy concerns, um, you know, in the U.S. versus globally versus in Europe versus in other areas that you think people might be interested in knowing about paying attention to a little bit more?
2: Uh, Yes, that's actually a really good question because there are uh, um, vast differences in in some areas, uh, especially in uh, the business. I mean, in litigation, Mm -hmm. it works uh, fundamentally different in the US, but also the UK, because they're based on a different uh, legal system, case law. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm an engineer, so... uh, I get in <laughs> touch with uh, with lawyers, nevertheless, uh, on a daily basis, and uh, their e discovery and e disclosure is something. Um, well, it's it's part of the legal system, and uh, in Europe, uh, for example, and also in Asia, it's still a pretty new concept to a certain extent, and. Uh, If you have a cross-border investigation, uh, you quickly figure out uh, that there are differences that are quite uh, big uh, or way bigger than you expected because uh, you get requests that might work in the U.S., uh, but if you ask um, those questions to companies over here in Europe, uh, they just sound completely ridiculous. Uh, We're not just going to hand out the data, it cannot leave the country, uh, and uh, U.S.-based why not? Uh, we can just uh, share everything freely. It's, uh, it's a way more complex uh, situation over here in Europe, especially uh, also because we have uh, not just one country where everything is uh, more or less the same. Every nation in Europe has slightly different uh, privacy rules. And that makes the whole thing quite interesting to say yeah and uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think also in in regards to uh <laughs> privacy and how uh, important it is for uh, individual or for a company being located in one of these countries or let's say in the US or in Europe is quite different uh, that also uh, has an impact on on the adoption of cloud computing for example uh, mm, in yeah Europe uh, and especially Switzerland this is still something which um, I think people view it as something dangerous because your data is everywhere, nowhere. Mm-hmm. You don't know who has access. And then that just makes companies feel uncomfortable. Yeah.
0: Just give me one second. My dog wants to leave the room. So, one second. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't have one. Um,
1: you don't have a dog. You gotta get one. It's just yeah, like in a. It's just not right to not to not have a dog.
0: Yeah,
2: especially My like during a during a pandemic.
0: Come on, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it has its its blessings and its its curses for sure. Uh, she's a handful,
2: but it's cats um, are low maintenance, so I'm a cat person. Oh,
0: so you, you have a cat? Yeah, I am okay. I'm that's growing
1: that's on cats. Yeah, as long as I you have know. an animal. I can't yeah. understand anybody yeah, okay. that doesn't like animals. I, if if someone tells me that they don't like animals, automatically serial Something killer. wrong. Yeah, comes wrong. I'm <laughs> like, you're a murderer.
0: Thank you for letting me know. So I'll yeah. keep my distance because you're you a murderer. The red flag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, Mateus, I wanted to ask one more thing before we let you go. Um, there's something that I think, well, at least I am a little bit new to the concept of, but maybe that's something that you are dealing with since you're more in in the industry, obviously. Um, but it's something about, you mentioned earlier that data isn't necessarily free. Um, but do you think that is going to be maybe more, um, utilized, uh, do you think that's going to be utilized with companies kind of as more people are sort of realizing this? Do you think down, you know, the next couple of years or so, we're going to see um, some sort of something like data dividends or or anything like that to users um, as that is getting more aware uh, in, in the general public? Or do you think that's kind of too down the line right now?
2: The data dividends is actually an interesting concept and that might pick up at some point that part of the earnings that are made with your data uh, gets paid out to you. I don't think, however, that companies are going to just move there freely. Uh, they would need to feel the pressure. And as mm-hmm. long as they don't yeah. lose user users in their user base, uh, I am not sure if that's just going to happen. Um, right. It could, however, be that the whole industry is going to be a bit transformed, that... Um, systems or or services like for example Signal which are a non-profit organization uh, are going to be more popular because your data is not used uh, in in a way to keep the service alive but it's more in a sense similar to Wikipedia where you have uh, bigger sponsors smaller sponsors and Mm, the the whole thing gets financed in a different way or completely distributed system, uh, based on a blockchain where you would have a social media system that is actually nowhere and everywhere because there is no central server and, uh, it's just running in the, in, on the internet essentially. in the ether ether. so to speak yeah, yeah.
1: awesome well Matthias thank you so much for coming on our show thank you for your time Uh, before we actually end this is there anything that you want to share about your company or do you want to put any any information on how people can find you and contact
2: you and Uh, yes sure Um, I guess the most important thing which would be helpful is if you ever have thousands or millions of pages you need to uh, anonymize don't do it by hand Uh, i'm happy (laughs) to help um and yeah i think that's the the most important message and uh, the thing i could help uh, with most
0: yeah, well, that's a really good point because I would never want to do that by hand uh, when it comes to thousands or millions of documents in that way. Um, so we'll be sure to, to put your company's information in the show notes, just, you know, to put Great. that out there. And and yeah, thank you so much again for joining us. Um, this was this was a really interesting conversation.
2: Thank you for the invite. It was my pleasure.
0: Thank you for listening to that tech pod. You can find us at www.thattechpod.com You can also check out our LinkedIn at www.linkedin.com backslash thattechpod Also, feel free to hit us up on Twitter We are tweeting sometimes uh, and you can find us You guessed it at that Tech pod. Also feel free to email us at that gmail at gmail.com. We're also uh, really really thankful for any les- any listeners who uh, want to give us a, a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you're listening to this podcast. Um, it really helps out our algorithm, especially if you give us that five star rating. We really appreciate it us next time on Tuesday, every Tuesday with a new episode. Thanks for listening.